Hello and welcome to the Button Bash Bunch podcast. I'm your host for tonight, Dr. Zombie, and joined with me tonight are Stinger. Ah! <laughs> Lee Winslow. Hello, Winslow. And The Golding. Hiya! Tonight's topic is weird game oddities, because I like announcing the topic before we start talking, just so people understand what we're actually going to be talking about. But before we talk about that topic, what have you all been playing this week? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? This is far too professional. Yeah, we caught a lot of this. We're 30 seconds in, we're actually on topic. No, we need five minutes of half. I've gave you the opportunity. You can't can't give us an opportunity. We're too slick. I know. Right, I'm just going back to streaming. I'm sick of this. (laughs) I'm going back to Halo, which is just downloaded. Oh, yeah, that was in house, wasn't it? Hey, now. It's out now. It's on Steam. Wait. Oh, so yeah. you're infinite, actually. Uh, well, well no, the, the beta for the multiplayer is out. Oh, right. <laughs> which means it's out. Oh. Yeah, obviously, because Battlefield 2042 is just... Well, it's technically out. It's out for <laughs> yes, certain people. That's also in beta. Yeah, it's also <laughs> beta inverted commas. Nobody can actually see inverted commas. Happens uh, again. Uh, it's million. 25 gigs, something like that. That's fine. It's just for the multiplayer. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that'll do. Remember, that's no single player, obviously. That's fine. Yeah. But this, the, the single player files are probably already in there, just waiting to be unencrypted. Yeah, just give you a 10 megabyte update just to allow it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, I hate that. That would, that would be amazing <laughs> if it was actually all there for 20-odd gig. That would be really good, considering the Master Chief Collection yeah. is like 150. Oh, God. Or no. I'll have to place some space on the Xbox then. Nah, don't do it. No, don't do it. Stay with us. Stay with us. What have you all been playing this week? Golding. <laughs> you, you're going to have to announce on first yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll all just start shouting at once. Yeah, yeah. Well, you already did, but Golding, what have you been playing this week? If well, anything. I, I, yeah, I have. I've played one thing, actually, and uh, we did that on the stream yesterday, didn't we? Just a bit of faz. Phasmophobia. Indeed we did. Yeah, it was, good. Yes. it was a good show. It was yep. Oh, we were streaming that as well. It was good fun. That's what I just said. We were streaming it. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> <show. laughs> but we didn't mention it was, it was a, a six, almost a six-hour stream by Starbuck, and that was damn impressive. Uh, she's already at 47 uh, followers. She's almost an affiliate. It's nuts. I think she's only uh, streamed about a handful of times, and she's already this far. It's pretty damn good. It was fun to like, part of the stream as well. That was I feel uh, like you had to stream for like a thousand hours or something like that. Or there's, diff- there's different uh, like milestones, and you can if you go into uh, your video producer, your ch- your creator, there's a, like a section you can go to, and it shows you like all the steps you need to take to. Well, I mean, she's well on her way. If she's not like close to Philly, she's she's getting there. She's streaming right now. Actually, she's streaming Fable too. That, and that's why she's streaming nearly most days now to uh, yeah. start getting getting the followers. Great game. Ah, Fable 2, brilliant. <laughs> I was, uh, I've was i been watching the streams and, and going, I I do not remember any of this. And I played a damn good bit of it as well. I finished chicken the game. Chicken chaser. Chicken chaser. <laughs> <laughs> Jason chicken, are you? <laughs> yeah, Phasmophobia. What else did we play? Uh... 
can't remember. <laughs> Trippy Murder Party. Well, no, that was that? it. That's all I played, to be honest. That was it. Ah, because you, uh, you had to, you had to go. Ah, uh, yes, was, yeah, I had to go and be, sad. be a father. So you played uh, the game yeah, of yeah. life and lost. Damn, damn adulthood. <laughs> I hate. Adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that was me. I'm easy and simple. Fair enough. So I'll go next then. Because uh, <laughs> why not? So yeah, Phasmophobia, Chivalry 2. I'm really going off all the things we were streaming. Uh, I was watching Starbuck play The Mortuary's Assistant. Uh, that was good fun until it decided the FPS went through the fucking through the floor and it didn't want to, you know, it just wasn't fun to watch. Um, good, good. Uh, liking what I've seen so far. Uh, good jumps. There was only one jump scare that got both of us, and we just didn't see it coming. And there's there's a good atmosphere about it. Uh, you just play the game. Uh, you are a newly employed mortuary assistant, and you're doing night shift on your on your own, taking care of corpses. Pretty good idea. Pretty good idea. Kind of like um, getting weird vibes from a uh, what you call it? Oh, that game. Uh, scrutinized. Yeah, there's there's things you've got to do in like the PC, and you've got to like log certain things. But I I think it's a lot less punishing than scrutinized is because I think you can actually win in that game. Yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, Me and us three, Stinger and uh, Starbuck, were all playing Chevrolet too, weren't we? Mm -hmm. That was good fun. I was kicked down a hole, but I encouraged it. So yeah, you did. Just <laughs> <laughs> quit if you want to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, so Trevor Murder Party as well. So it was pretty good. Pretty good weekend. Pretty knackered now though. All uh, those so... games have got the best of you. Mm, and work, mainly work. Okay, but go ahead, go ahead, Winslow. What have you been playing this week? Ah, this has been a while, guys. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> And do you know why it's been a while? Go on. Because you forgot something. Oh, did I? Mm-hmm. Because I've seen you last week, probably about Wednesday or Thursday, round about the 10-year anniversary of this game coming out. Ah, uh, yes. This was uh-huh. this was me trying to... I've got a lot of mods for the game you're about to say. Uh-huh. And um, one of the crucial mods is the SKSE which didn't get updated when they decided to, oh yeah, as if like a million different versions of this, of this game wasn't enough. Here's the anniversary edition. Winslow is going to say, of course, uh-huh. take away. Uh, fish Roda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the Skyrim anniversary edition. Uh-huh. I've 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 actually been playing it. I've been trying to get it to work again because <laughs> I I really can't be bothered uh, going through all my mods, uninstall them, and reinstall them. I'm just like, just please work. If I just change the minimum amount of effort, <laughs> but I haven't actually been playing it. I've just been kind of like, get the S. The SKSE stands for the um, Skyrim uh, script extender, which is necessary for a lot of mods to work uh, and extends a lot of the uh, coding functionality. And allows modders to do a lot more things with the game's code. It's a great wee piece of software, but the problem is when they update the game, the developers of the SKSE need to catch up, and then it throws everything else out of uh, out of order. So I've just been like, I've really wanted to play Skyrim. I've been playing it on the Switch just because it didn't get updated just yet. 
And um, I decided oh, I'll just I'll try and run it a, cu- a couple of times. If it's not working, I'll leave it for a couple of weeks and then come back to it. If I need to do all the mods again, so be it. But yeah, technically didn't play that one, but. You played like most people do when they're playing Skyrim, which is you try to play the odd game and then lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no winning. You always lose when it's mods. Mm-hmm. You always lose. You mod it. You mod it till it breaks, and then mod it more. Yeah. <laughs> then you come right back around to vanilla. Oh, of course, why wouldn't you? <laughs> what have you been playing though? Go on. Uh, I'm playing actually a good couple of things. Uh, so from the past this week, I decided to give a game I've not played in I think I remember on Steam it said 2013 I'd last played it uh, yeah, that game of course yeah. being Team Fortress 2 yeah I did notice you playing that <laughs> yeah it's it's still good <laughs> that game's still did you, fun did you play on the server oh, of course yeah oh, fair enough how'd it go uh, yeah okay um, I'm still an okay shot as a soldier I found it. And uh, yeah, it's a, t- a heavy. I can still hold the point pretty good. So oh, that was heavy. Yeah, good. That, so that was that was fun. <laughs> completely changed. The game's completely different now. Um, it's less like Counter-Strike, you know, 1.6, where you just pick a server. Now it's just like, oh, do you want competitive? Do you want casual? Yes. DF2 has a competitive uh, scene now. Like, actually mm-hmm. built into the game. Which I never, mm. I, I, know, I don't know. But it's cool because I just go casual anyway. And I was playing through that and that was fun. Uh, and that probably shows you how long it's been since I played it. Because that stuff probably was added to the game like eight years ago. Mm. Uh, so apart from that though, I've also been playing another game from my, I was surprised to find out it was early out. It's actually mid-high school, when I thought it was early high school. Uh, one of my favourite games of all time, uh, Max Payne. Oh, yes. Mm. So good. Yes. <laughs> so good. It's so good. The game is so cheesy, it just revels in it, and it's so much fun. So much. Even now, like there's still there's still games are released nowadays that don't even come close to the uh, feel of the gunplay in that game. It's oh, not so at all. No. Not at all. Yeah. And, oh my God. It's one of those things, like, we could probably do this on, a, so on an episode. One of those things that, you know, I really hate that every game does now is, like, the two-weapon limit. Like, it's good for Halo. Every game doesn't need to have a two-weapon limit. Like, Duke Nukem had it or forever. Like, you don't what? need it. Ah, uh, wait, wait, wait. Doom didn't. Ah, yes. So Doom, Doom's one of the few ones. What? <laughs> it's really good. Anyway, he's got, he makes a good point there. Because I don't know. It's It seems to be that uh, developers are like, oh, everybody, every shooter needs to be a milsim. And so, no, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be a military sh- no. uh, simulation game. Like, do we have military simulation games that's why we've got them. But remember, it's a game. Yeah. Yeah, you can have like a million guns. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to go, oh, it's just so unrealistic. Because, like, no, it's just, it's a game. Christ. Just yeah, do, no, it's also realistic. Guns. <laughs> you get shot and not dying immediately. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, not dying immediately. Getting shot and then lying in the ground for the next half an hour, slowly bleeding out. <laughs> it's, it's not just getting shot and bleeding out. It's wondering where the hell that shot came from. Yeah. And possibly yeah, going into shock. Yeah, and, normally, yeah. yeah, normally the first thing you hang in, you feel is the bullet, and then you hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's not completely realistic. When you get shot, you're bleeding out on the ground, and somebody decides to teabag you, so... Yeah, that's true. Teabagging. Yeah, <laughs> good, 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 
<laughs> so, apart from those two, uh, I also tried a new game uh, that was on Game Pass that I haven't tried yet, but I've heard so many good things that I just I think I have to try it out. It's the Forgotten City. Ah, uh, yeah, heard of this? I've I have heard of it. It's yeah. uh, I am and I, I, the name keeps I, I keep seeing the name coming up in Steam, but I just have never. I think I've booked at the Steam page maybe once or twice, but it keeps coming up. It's an old game, isn't it? No. No, it's old. No, it's released this year. I thought it was old. No, it was released in August, oh. I think. If I remember seeing something, I haven't looked, intentionally not looked anything up about this game so far. I think I remember seeing somewhere that this maybe was like a Skyrim mod at one point. Something like that. Maybe I'm ah, yes, you're right. This, must... is how, this is how I know it, because it is. It was a Skyrim mod. Uh, it was actually the, one of the most popular Skyrim mods uh, ever released. Um, and I get one quite a few awards. You know, it was probably won awards in Nexus mods or something. But, um, no, you are you are absolutely right. That's why I keep going. No, I'm 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 certain I downloaded it at one point, and then just never figured out how to actually like trigger the um how to, like actually get into the the quest because I I'm certain what I know about that is that it it was it was a lot of content. It was an expansive like full story. Fully voice acted, uh, you know, uh, you know, 100%, this is a, not a total conversion mod, but a whole episode, a whole story inside of Skyrim that you could, you, you download it and you play it, you just go and you, you have to certain, you have to fill certain conditions. Like a lot of mods will have you go to a certain place or most of them will be like, oh, here's a mysterious thing that's appeared somewhere in the world, just go to it or... Maybe like oh you maybe need to be level twenty four or thirty or something like that. But no, you are right. That's been a that was a Skyrim mod and it was a very very popular one. Okay, so I'm not going because okay, yeah. So I actually don't really want to say too much about this game. Uh, just if you have Game Pass, maybe give it a shot. It's uh, like a detective kind of game. I did detect a lot of RPG elements to it, which made me think there was some credence to the Skyrim thing. And that quest givers will very definitely give you quests, they will ask you to do something, and then a wee pop up in your journal will be like, oh, that's strange, that's like an RPG, even though this game doesn't seem to be an RPG, I know, I know it does have combat, but it seems kind of like a detective game, and I know that there's like a time loop mechanic to it, which I think could be really cool, so I've only played like the first two hours or so of it, and it's very intriguing, so I'd like to get back to play more. So that's all I've played this week. Good, excellent, excellent. Have I forgotten anybody? Have I forgotten a stinger? No, it's fine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor stinger. Oh, stinger, tell us about all the racing games you've played. Uh, well, we've already <laughs> talked about... <laughs> I've already talked about being kicked down a hole in Chivalry 2, so mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh, played a bit of Saints Row the Third, remastered. Um, what else have I been doing? I'm not prepared. Uh, doing a bit more Wreckfest. Trying to unlock some more cars. Phasmophobia we talked about. Aliens Fireteam Elite. I've been trying to recover my progress. I'm now up to that stage. Which is annoying because I got stuck there. And I went back to a game on the Xbox. Uh, called World War Z. Uh, what's that like? It's alright. Um, it's by a company called Saber Interactive. But, you know, they've done some... Other stuff that and they're the ones that are developing the the Evil Dead game coming out next year, um, but it is essentially um, a Le- Left a Dead clone, but set in the uh, World War Z um, 
yeah. universe. It's all right. It's enjoyable until um, Valve. Well, it's not Valve now. Um, until there was a, I was going to say yeah, Left for Dead Three, but now there's a Back for Blood. So, uh, if you want to see something different, it's worth a try. Um, because um, it's the only game you see where you see all the um, all the zombies start piling up top of each other to climb up a, over a barricade. It's quite good. I kind of hoped um, that we'd see if there were if there ever was going to be Left for Dead Three. I really hope to see a kind of like swarming flow mechanic put into the game for the infected. I think that would have been really terrifying. Like they have in World War Z. No, it's still honestly the coolest thing I've seen about that. It was really really cool. It's, it's such a, a spectacular visual visual effect for the horde because they they flow like a liquid. It's really cool. I never I, seen more. I never seen World War Z. I read the book, like the World War Z novel. Um, not a lot. There's not a lot of similarities, but um, <laughs> that's okay. No, well, I saw the film years ago and quite enjoyed it. But um, two years ago, they cancelled the sequel for it, um, according to source quoted by Hollywood Reporter. The Chinese government's ban on films featuring zombies or ghosts was the single biggest reason that Paramount cancelled the sequel. So, does, does China know something we don't? I don't know. Maybe they, they do. Is there zombies? <laughs> Is there actually zombies? Well, Why? Well, China, China's a, big mar- uh, a huge market, so um, if you haven't got that on board, then you're going to lose a bit of dosh out of it. It's a funny but, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, it, it's like a social uh, thing over in China to not have, uh, <clears throat> me, uh, to especially I remember from World of Warcraft they couldn't show any part of a skeleton and you couldn't have skeletons in the game in China, which is just a big no-no. It's part of their culture, as far as I know. So mm. I imagine maybe zombies kind of uh, they branch into that. I think it's uh, like a disrespect for the dead, I'd imagine. Yeah, ancestors maybe. Yeah, I would need. I'd really need. I'm. I'm going to look into that. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that. It was something interesting to look up. Yeah, that's. Um, that's a shame, but I mean, you forget about the the entire rest of the world, or you know, imagine there's probably other other cultures that don't take kindly to the idea of a zombie. Um, I should probably quit now because <laughs> my name. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bob, banned in China. <laughs> <laughs> I can just be Dr. Bob then. Anyway. <laughs> it's the only place his PhD is not valid. Mm, maybe, mm, you never know. Maybe it may be extra valid in China. I don't know. Stop mm. talking about China. <laughs> <laughs> infinite, is, is, that a, is, that, is that a stinger? Is there anything else we want to go into? Uh, no. Um, no? I've da- well, there's a couple of cases I've downloaded, but I've yet to play them yet, so... Um, one of them that was just announced today, which is the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta and something called Splitgate. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> excuse me. I know. Um, I know about Splitgate. Uh, uh, yeah. The uh, before we've been talking about that uh, again, it kind of just looks like one of these free to play multiplayer competitive shooters, but it's got portals in it, so yeah, it could be fun. Could be okay. Yeah, that's worth a try. I'll do that yeah. this weekend, maybe. Well, if that's uh, if that's all we've got for for what did we play this week. I think it's time we move on to our. Oh, excuse me. 
lost him? So, apparently so. Okay, so oh. I'm now hosting. Right? Have you stopped the throne? <laughs> Sorry, Doctor, but it's over. It's me now. I am the host. Uh, so why don't we go into this week's topic? Uh, so this week's topic is weird gaming oddities. Um, I have absolutely no idea what a weird ga- gaming oddity is. So would someone like to enlighten me? Well, I'll I'll go because I've been having a bit of a think about this. Oh, uh, okay, and, okay. I know. I've been trying to go. So to me, is weird. I wouldn't say it's a glitch in my eyes. I just think it's something that's quite unrealistic. Yes, okay, I know it's a game, so it's going to be unrealistic to a sense of it anyway, because, you know, you know, it's like a film, it's unrealistic. It's not really going to happen. But still, so I, I'm, I just want to say about some of these racing games that we play. Like, you take your Wreckfest that you're playing at the moment, and I, I'm going to sort of choose probably a bit of Forza Horizon. When a car jumps in the air quite some time... <laughs> Right, and then it seems to somehow land perfectly on its wheels, or when it rolls about a little bit, you know, normally you'd probably think that's not going to be really that drivable anymore. It's not going to be very good. But the sheer fact of, uh, you know, you've probably broken something underneath. Surely you've broken something quite badly. And I sort of think that, to me, is a bit of a a weird game oddity because I'm thinking the unrealistic sort of part of it, and I'm like, what's going on? What's happened? I, d- I don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it. Th- that's how I see it. You know, just that unrealistic sort of part. Like when you're playing Call of Duty or something like that, you shoot somebody, right, in the chest. The bug is still alive, isn't he? But he's... No, I was just going to say, um, call, that's not what annoys me about Call of Duty. Call of Duty for me is... Um... It's, you know, you run, around the, you run around the corner, you see someone, you try to shoot them, but what they're doing is jumping, crouching all at the same time, shooting back at you. And you're just like, what? And somehow they killed you first. But... Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll get that. I think, I, sometimes I think that's your you, that's bloody internet in itself, and it? somehow their internet's ahead of yours, and I don't. that's how I see it. I don't know. I meant literally their character jumps in the air, then they go into crouch position or prone, whatever, and then they're shooting at the same time. <laughs> it's like, no. I, 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 try, I, don't want, I don't take it seriously, but even still, you just like, oh, that's just a stretch too far, in my opinion. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know why that happens? Go on. Uh, so when they're doing those prone jumps, basically their character model is going way up. So you're shooting in the air. And you can even see them, like their mid-animation of falling, but their anima- uh, head head box is actually on the ground. So um, you're shooting in the air. Like, even though you're shooting at them and hitting them, they're regist- it's not registering, it's hitting them, because their head box is now, like, prone. That's why they do it. I remember um, something like that in Battlefield 2. It I mean, was horrendous in Battlefield 2. Yeah, dolphin diving. Yeah, that's all. I, eventually that's how that game became. And it took them... Ages to fix it? Oh, wait, sorry. No, it didn't take me ages to fix it. They never bothered. They <laughs> didn't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> that, game. Helped, that helped kill that game because that's all you would get. <laughs> just like, yeah, as soon as you've like... seen someone within beaters of you, it was like, oh, dolphin dive. Oh, dolphin oh, dive. Again, oh, dolphin <laughs> dive. <laughs> That'd be great if you'd train the army to fight like that. You see the enemy, remember, dolphin dive. <laughs> that's a good way to get a bullet in the sternum. <laughs> and you do you hit it? Reverse your gun and shot yourself in your own chest. 
Sean, what are you going to do when you see an enemy? Sir, I'm going to dive in front of myself and then I'm going to stand up and do it again, sir. That's right, soldier. That's why they get you to do all those push ups. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I've seen no lies. <laughs> Weird game oddity. So, what was that? Sorry. Uh, I, I apologize so for my. I, um... I, basically, uh, because you seem to have disappeared off the face yeah, of the sorry. earth. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was just sort of putting my my vision of what a weird game oddity was, and part of it was is uh, I was talking about driving games and about how you go jump and a drive. Like I'm taking Forza, Forza Horizon for for instance. You're jumping, God knows how many sort of meters in the air, and then you seem to land perfectly on the ground, but yet your car is unscathed. You know your <laughs> your wheels are still attached. Nothing's fallen off of it, so not even your wind mirror has disappeared. You know, <laughs> let's be honest. And and yet you're driving perfectly, and it's like this just doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> you know, like that, uh, jigsaw hazard physics. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but jigsaw hazard was—they were driving a big fucking muscle car. I mean, most cars are made out of plastic and carbon fiber, so. Which I don't know if that's worse. <laughs> well, the thing is, the show was expensive to make because, well, in the early days when the you know when the first few seasons was done, they were writing off two Dodge Charges every episode. No, oh, premium, at least, at least, at yeah. least, yeah, yeah. Before they, you know, before they got one of those um, shell car things. That's that is tragic. You can't just write off. Yes, they can. Oh, no. <laughs> cannot do that. <laughs> Dodge car charges. I'm sorry, that's not allowed. They couldn't, and they did. Sort yourselves out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I totally believe that. It's off, you know, we've got the money. Just, just keep buying Dodge Chargers. You know, Dodge ain't going to care. Yeah, well, after a few seasons ago, guess what? We haven't got the money. Right, we need to Are stop you ready? this. <laughs> so they wrote off between 256 and 321 General Lees. Jesus. Jesus. I know that's quite a bit of a gap, but yeah. <laughs> so, much. so why was that num- why was there a massive range in that number I, I what happened i don't know i don't know um <laughs> what i like to think some producers were just like oh yeah this carbon's written off uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah yeah why, why are you driving away in the one that's just been written off it seems to sound perfect i don't know i don't worry about it oh no that wheel's out of whack so um i'm just gonna go take it away yeah, I, I would destroy this myself. No, no, don't come with me, it's fine. <laughs> uh, you don't actually made notes for this uh, this podcast? Uh... I would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, just, just weird things I thought of. Uh, I was watching... Uh, the, the thing that started it was... Because um, I was wondering, what are some weird things you see in games? And uh, one of the things was... Um, I was watching a playthrough of Wind Waker on YouTube, and uh, I've never played that game before. I've hardly ever played any of the games, and uh, one thing I noticed that uh, the host brought up this point of, which I thought was really funny, in Wind Waker, in the Forbidden Fortress, if anybody recognises that, which oh, you might, um, if you're, you know, I don't know, are you a big fan of Zelda? Ah, well, that's what I didn't play Wind Waker. I suppose that was a good one. But, um, I felt that this could transfer into a lot of games that do this sort of thing. But in Wind Waker, in the Forbidden Fortress, the Hog Pirates, when they, you have to sneak around that fortress to do things in, uh, because it's crawling with um, the, like, 
uh, the like minions of uh, the big bad in that game's called. I can't remember his name. Uh, it's, it's totally went away. But anyway, if they catch you, they throw you in the jail cell, and you can escape from it through a hole behind a, a vase that you can smash. If they catch you again, they throw you back in the same jail cell. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. They probably aren't the brightest things on the planet, but fill me once, <laughs> shit on you. <laughs> then I went, okay. What's Zelda known for? What, what, do, what do you get in Zelda games? All of you get dungeons. Yes, you do. You get a lot of dungeons in Zelda games. But has anybody ever stopped to consider? Who's lighting all the candles and torches and braziers in these dungeons and keeping them lit? Oh, it's like D and D. There's ever burning torches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's D and D. Not an because um, yeah, that's a that's a question I posed to myself a long time ago, and I went, "It's that kind of realization." It's like you just take it for granted when you go into say, a dungeon in Skyrim, and these dungeons are abandoned, or maybe they're infested with um revived human beings that serve dragons or whatever, and you think, my God, you guys are really good at keeping all your torches lit and keeping the place really brightly lit, even though you probably don't need it that way. So who's keeping them all? Is, is that the case in Dark Souls as well? Because it's like, who's keeping all these long-abandoned civilization? Who's keeping the torches lit? Just absolute man. <laughs> I was like, that is a weird oddity. That's... Uh, Who's who's doing all this um, like housekeeping of abandoned dungeons? Discuss. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. <laughs> Obviously, it's them. They're trying to entice people in. Then they try to kill them. So yeah. they, like, do you want yeah, them in or stuff. do you want them out? It's a trap. <laughs> I get it if it's like um, if it's like the bandit caves. Then okay, they're gonna keep their, they're gonna keep their, a lot of light about. But like, not the drogger. So, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> they don't care about light. They probably actually don't like light. Yeah, but they have yeah. to try and get people in so they can model and then make more drugs. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know if that's how that works. Um, I just don't know how drugs are made. And, and the Norse, they're based on an old Norwegian myth of um, they're kind of like White Walkers from George R. R. Martin's uh, uh, Game of Thrones, like they're they're just they're brought back by magic. But, um, the cool thing about the ancient Norse stroggers is that they could actually phase through concrete and rubble and rock and dirt and earth. So the and they were they were really dangerous. The ones in Skyrim are kind of like yeah, he's a kind of a bit of a pushover. But the, you don't you don't want to mess with the ones from Norse myths. They're scary. <laughs> And it was just tombs of ancient, like uh, entombed ancient warriors come back to life. Don't know why. Maybe they didn't get into Valhalla or something. Ah, maybe no. Maybe Odin custom because I don't know. They swore on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I believe um, Stinger, you had you had the one about. Unless you've already said it when I was away there, I'm very sorry about that. But the one about uh, Maru eating the mushroom. Yeah, we'll come. We'll do that one first. So, yeah, uh, as you know, well, when you play each Mario level, well, for the first time anyway, starts off small, and then he eats a mushroom, and he becomes bigger. But if you play him in any other games, he looks like the bigger version. So, 
does he be, is the small version this normal ver, normal size and he eats a mushroom to be a giant or bigger or when he eats a mushroom does he go back to normal size where or am i thinking into this too much <laughs> oh, I like them. you've been eating mushrooms yourself so it's you a little bit yeah, I, I do like right. the I do like the your line of thinking here Stinger because it's um, the sort of uh, metaphysical question is um, probably not metaphysical but I think the sort of more interesting question is definitely the what state is his normal state so is he meant to be small and then he's a mushroom and gets bigger and then, you know, once he loses the power he goes back to being small and that's him normal or is he small and then eats a mushroom to get normal? Yeah. Don't know. Something else. Could be either. <laughs> I, think waiting, I think we're waiting for Nintendo to give an official answer on this, so... I think uh, I read. I think I read somewhere it's based on there's a, a type of mushroom that grows in in Japan that stole my you... bet. What? I was about to bring this up. Oh, okay. You can. Oh, on you go. You stole my bet. <laughs> no, I haven't yet. I haven't You're yet. a feast. It's, I, I believe Winslow. Uh, he was beginning to say something about a mushroom grown in Japan. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's pretty much just what you said. I think there's, or I don't know if it's well, I don't know if it's grown in Japan, but I definitely think that. Well, people theorise this is. I don't think Miyamoto's actually ever come out and said whether it was or not. If it was, then I couldn't find it because I did look for it today and couldn't find it. Well, that's all. All I could see was just someone alluding to that. Uh, like it was like a rumor I read. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not sure myself. Yeah. I mean, somebody would do. Like Zelda was created because he played hide and seek as a kid. Yes, that was how Zelda was made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it hide uh, and seek? No, no, sorry, no, sorry. I think it was just it was like uh, exploring. He did as a kid. It made Zelda. Sorry, it was Metal Gear that was uh, created by playing hide and seek. Kidio Kojima played hide and seek with his kid. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But then go, go, on, go on about the because we didn't finish the, the bit about the mushroom. Oh, go yeah, on. it makes you feel bigger when you eat <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it affects your proprioception centre. It's the same It's the same thing that gets affected when you drink. Cause, uh, oh, like, imagine but, drink did that. It, I mean, it does if you drink enough. <laughs> but then your proprioception centre's uh, affected when you drink anyway because that's that's why you can't walk straight. Because it's it started to really affect your at that point, like your brain is, you know, got a bit of an alcohol content in it. So yeah, it's getting a bit messed up. We think about it. Drinking is so dumb. You're literally ingesting a poison. Yeah, you're, you're ingesting toxin and going. Uh, it's fun. Problem is, <laughs> <laughs> I just point that out. You know. Okay. Yeah, I suppose. And then people do smoke and take other illicit drugs, and then most of our most of our uh, advanced uh, anesthesias are created from the poppy, so everything's going to kill you in some capacity. So, yeah, because everything, all your morphine derivatives are derived from heroin, which is derived from opiates. 
which is dried from the. We are thinking way, way too Probably much into this. Yeah. I do not want to think when I'm having a drink, <laughs> this might kill me. Okay, I, mean, I get it might kill me because I might get too pissed and walk in front of a bus or something. Like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, that isn't my aim, let's just put it that way, but still. Was, if I heard this story wrong, was uh, anesthesia not found because they were at like a, a show and they had laughing gas and the guy fell down, broke his arm and didn't feel it? Ah, nitrous oxide. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but that's what they used to use like way back in the day before mm-hmm. um, they managed to synthesize like well, the earliest, um, the earliest uh, ingestible... Oh, I believe the earliest ingestible form of morphine was laudanum, which was just all of it. There's... Yep, that's what uh, Medicare try to kill itself with. Yeah, it's uh, it's there's no like there's no like refinement to it. It's not distilled or anything. It's just it's it's morphine and all of its derivatives. Uh, <laughs> so quite interesting laudanum. Um. So what we're we talking about again? Yeah, laughing gas. So that's yeah. Before they used like morphine and its derivatives as anesthesia, they used uh, laughing gas and nitrous oxide because but it affects different people in different ways. Uh, it can make you really hyperactive. It can make you drowsy. It can make you just act out. It can make people very aggressive. Uh, they hardly ever use it, and it can. I'm not kidding. I, I know. I, I just. I'm sorry. I just laughed because I just imagined uh, someone getting for surgery. Is it maybe for surgery? <laughs> they put the laughing gas on them, and then he just starts going to town on the uh, surgery stuff. <laughs> In fact, if you want an anaesthetic that's a lot healthier than um, at least nitrous oxide, oxygen, like uh, high content oxygen, not air, but oxygen. Uh, that's um, that's always a good safe. Safe thing to give a call it um, giving people gas and air, which I believe is probably some part nitrous oxide and mostly oxygen. Because what you're breathing in air is a compound, but if you give someone oxygen, it can produce a high, uh, which is something you should, uh, you know, go and, go and try the Wim Hof method because that's what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, any other oddities? Uh, well, I'll bring more, more up for Mario. He's, co- you know, he's a plumber, but. When has he actually done any plumbing work? Goes down pipes. Yeah, but that's what he does. It goes down. It doesn't fix anything. I, no, and you know what? I've been he's a contractor. He's only paid for what he's uh, contracted to do. <laughs> I, I have, I have now. I've never seen my plumber go down my pipe. That, hold on, hold on. No, Not yeah, get I've, I've phrased that wrong. I phrase that really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong type of plumber. That's me, doctor. Right. Hold on. I'm, oh shit. <laughs> not me. No, hell no, it's not. It's not your doctor. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> yeah, but have you, have you ever caught your plumber going down your pipe? <laughs> well, <laughs> I said you pay your plumber to do it afterwards. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, you go. I mean, that was another thing. Uh, I was watching uh, Luigi's Mansion Three being played. And uh, I've never played any of those games, but they do look like an awful lot of fun. Um, and one of the hosts was 
it, it starts off uh, Luigi and all his friends go to this big mansion they've been invited to, this big hotel, and uh, <laughs> they're they're in the host playing the game, the wife was in the room, and uh, they go into the bathroom, and one the main host is shocked to find, to discover there's a toilet, and yeah, it flashes up on the um, like superimposed text on the screen over it is Mario is a plumber. So yeah, he's a plumber. There's toilets. It's like two and two together. You know, come on. Um, <laughs> I, I really, there's not an awful lot of. Uh, you can't really go far into like what what the what does what the Mario's plumbing uh, uh, you know is work going to for that much? Considering he's just registered or uh, <laughs> <laughs> gas safe, you know, <laughs> gas certified. <laughs> yeah, I think we're never gonna get definitive answer for that but the one other thing i want to mention is i think it might be the limitation to the tech years ago or in fact no it's not an excuse to still do it now stealth games you know you kill you kill a guard uh it alerts another guard in the area it goes wanders about the area looking around can't find you just goes right back to normal like, your friend just died. <laughs> I'll explain, I didn't like him anyway. I'll explain. Um, I'll explain why uh, Stealth Archer is such a broken way to play Skyrim. I was going to bring this up. Do I, on you go. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sick just... of getting. I'm sick of hearing moan fucking voice. I was just going to bring up uh, a scene. You know the oh, attack of the clones meme, but it's a uh, Padme and Anakin, and she'll like oh. This is something you know you wouldn't do, right? And then it cuts to him. It's like it's something you wouldn't do, right? Uh, same <laughs> yeah. one of those for uh, Skyrim, and it was like, oh, I'm going to play Skyrim game. Oh, cool! So you're going to build a, a different build, right? And then it's just uh, Anakin. <laughs> he's in the uh, like, oh, God, is it a Nightingale armor, but the thief skilled armor. It's yeah, like, you're going to try a different guild, right? <laughs> it's a Dark Brotherhood armor. It's like you're going to play something other than Stealth Archer, aren't you? Totally. Yep. <laughs> the The reason it's so popular is because, and I figured this out recently, because uh, when I was playing it on um, uh, the Switch, is that uh, it's it's to do with the AI's really really dumb pathing. So here's the exploit. I mean, you can this be considered an exploit. Some people might not consider it an exploit, but you get, you get yourself a set of light armor, or preferably no armor at all, because it makes you even quieter. You get yourself a bow. You find an enemy. You pick a spot that's quite, uh, you know, more or less safe distance from them, and you pelt them with one arrow. Then you f- keep that spot where you shot them in mind, and then move away from it, move further back, because what they're going to do is see if they can like immediately see you. What they'll do is they'll move to the spot where you shot them from and then they'll stand there for about a second, go, guess it was the wind with an arrow sticking out the back of their head and then they'll resume their patrol. <laughs> and then what you do is you basically just go a little bit closer to them and repeat the process and then back off and then they'll go to the spot that you can you can really manipulate the AI, the dumb AI, by just going, right, I'll shoot them from this spot because I know I can get around the corner quickly and get out of sight. And I know for a fact they're going to go to that spot I shot them from. So you shoot them from it, and then you move. It's so dumb, but it's it's so overpowered. It's just get the thief stone, get just go stealth archer. It's the best sponsor stealth archer. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, archer's the best. 
Still that's the reason, yeah. reason why yeah. I, it's, it's totally not related to the class I picked in D&D at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that were, you know, inspiration for that. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy and build ice would been quite one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. So the only one I could really think of for this was um, Resident Evil. And, ah, you know, the zombie bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, it's the same like most games. It's also the same a lot of things. Like, there's weird oddities, like, very strangely and very quickly. Like, if you're punched, like, in a wrestling ring, it doesn't really do that much damage. However, if you're punched backstage, it's devastating. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, in that same spirit, <laughs> if you're bitten by a zombie in gameplay, oh, that's totally fine. You know, that's just something you you, know, you patch up later and fine. If you get bitten in a cutscene, character's gone. Forget it. Yeah, no, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not the main character and you get bitten, you're basically screwed. Yeah. If, you're the, if you're the playable character, you could get bit no end of times. You're still going to be fine for a bit. Yeah, like, like Resident Evil 3. Like The nemesis could do insane things to Jill. And she just stands up and puts a bit of hair on it, and it's totally fine. It's but you know, at one point, they stabbed her with a tentacle. Oh, God, that's it. No, she's <laughs> infected. Going to die. It's all do you know, over. Do you know what? Actually, thinking about that, what what makes me laugh is med kits in games. Uh, if you if you go to um, Resident Evil uh, Seven, where he he just puts that well, fluid. A, a bottle of water, <laughs> oh. bottle of water against his, against his hand, which is basically so on. He's so not. And funny enough, his hand, you know, he's had that chopped off, by the way, and all I've done is sewn it back on. But yeah, it works like wonders. And, and now again, now if you do that in real life, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to wiggle your fingers. <laughs> if you want a good example of a game doing that right is um well I say doing it right. Uh the Far Cry series. Uh Oh yeah, I like that. Oh, that oh, was... you, oh yeah. you snap it. Oh yeah, you snap it. Well, it's not just... I really like them. They're so fun. They're so cool to watch. Wait, like digging bullets out of your hand. Oh, it's cool. Well that's it. It's you know, if you got med kits or injections or whatever, you'll just keep on using that. But once you run out of that, you've got to do a longer uh sort of Med, what is it? Medical cutscene, whatever you want to call it, where he's having to take branches out of his hands or bullets or fix his arm. Well, fix up or he's dislocated a hand or arm or something. He had to pop that back in place. Yeah, that's the only. I think that's the only <laughs> place I've seen that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any other any other game do that. That's I really like that. That was such a cool little uh, like immersion building sort of bit to the game. Like it's just. Like you, you just have no med kits to sort of well, better dig the bullet in my arm. So, okay, well, fair enough. Okay. It's yeah. weird, but it's, <laughs> it's it's almost comical in a way because you just never see it in any other game. Like, actual, like, like a character doing the process of trying to heal themselves in such a, like, you know, graphic way. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not even a graphic way, but. Ghost Recon Breakpoint does something similar. You could get severely injured and you have to watch your character put bandages on, but it puts bandages on on the same spots every time. <laughs> it's, not, it's not always your right leg that's going to get shot at. So, um, but It's also um, Far Cry 2. I don't know if anybody played that, but um, Weapon oh, Degradation. I, I, I quite enjoyed it, but it was the only game I know where, well, apart from Fallout, that 
you know, you can start off a brand new gun, but and over time it starts degrading. Then eventually if you use it too much and it keeps on jamming and it's just going to blow up in your face. Yeah. Is, that, is that in Borussia Sorry? That, that was in Far Cry 2. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, they never brought it back since. No, I, uh, I think I think degrading weapons does get a bit of a a bad rap in games all the time. It really annoys me in Zelda. I was going to say, that took the piss. Yeah, it's like you've only got a limit. I think that's why I keep like putting that game down because I just get so annoyed with the fact that I cannot find a weapon that's worth worth a damn like it i constantly have to manage my inventory because i'm like well I, like i don't know what weapon's going to break at what point until it's like you know flashing and it's red i said well i can't use that if i want to take on a big boy oh i've got no weapon oh i'm dead it's all right okay so and that can happen to absolutely everything it's like yeah went a wee bit fucking overboard there but, yeah i i can't blame you i can't blame you for quitting that game because of the inventory it's really annoying, and then mm-hmm. like you, you've only got a limited amount of space, but you just pick. A, there's this weird perfect storm of like bad design choices that just keep building up. Like it eventually gets to the point where it's like, well, there's there's no like indication of how many hits that uh, like roughly hits how many, you know, how many hits a, a weapon you might have in your inventory has. So you're sitting there going like, right, I've got. Like so many melee weapons, and uh, here's a really here's like one that's you know slightly better than most of the ones I've got, but not better than the best one I've got. But what one did I drop to what's like get the least amount of like uh durability? So it's just it, it, it just becomes so dumb after a while. I mean, I really hope that <clears throat> eventually that I'll just get like the master sword and then I'll just last forever. And you know that you know his his classic sort of gear that he's got, and imagine like okay, you you made those like unbreakable because that would make a lot of sense, right? After <laughs> yeah. bad news for you, oh, I just, would you? Well, is it worth? Uh, well, is it? I wouldn't mind seeing degrading weapons. It just needs to be balanced out. I don't mind, well, especially you know shooters. You know, you stick with. A, a rifle for so long it's going to get covered in mud it's not going to fire properly all the time so if it implemented that every now and again it would be so bad but it's just getting a bounce right so it doesn't become annoying or in uh what you stated that uh, you become afraid of using that weapon of uh because of breaking it yeah that's that's a big you know, that's a big detail you never want your 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 player to ever feel afraid to actually play the game because they're going to lose their stuff is that, that makes absolutely no sense. How is the player supposed to progress properly if you're like got this in huge roadblock in their face going, yeah, but you really need to pay attention to the durability of your weapons. Dark Souls does it in a really good way because your weapon degrades gradually, but if you rest at a bonfire, it goes back up to, to full. There's certain uh, enemies that will do like, um, you know, They'll have like corrosive effects on your weapons, and that may. Um, I think Dark Souls Two had that, and yeah, it was it was broken because uh, you could get there was an item called the corrosive urn uh, that if you. I was going to talk about Demon Souls as well because there's a certain weapon that does the same thing. Uh, like the corrosive effect of this 
this item can can just absolutely wreck all of your gear. And it's like, okay, that's just one item. That's fine. If you rest that bonfire, you can repair them, uh, or you'll need to take them into a blacksmith if they're totally broken. I said, okay, that's balanced because at least then the player's got a chance to intervene before a weapon gets gets so low that they're actually going to have to. It becomes unusable, and they have to take it to a blacksmith. Uh, and the Demon Souls have the scraping spear, so that's been in it for a long time. Again, that's like that's from a, that's a unique weapon, so you'll have to take several steps to actually get that weapon in the first place. Admittedly, you can get it fairly early on, but still, you know. It, you you have to progress through a significant bit of the game before you're going to be able to get it. Uh, so those are just two small instances of it. The problem is if your if your weapons are breaking after three or four hits, I think you've made a mistake. Yeah, it's it's, it's a strange system because it means that loot isn't rewarding. Yeah, yeah, of course that's the that's the thing. It's fine if you're like if you're. If you just tie it to a damage level, then the player will use their own discretion to figure out, well, this weapon isn't going to do me any much good anymore because the enemies are getting stronger. I can safely discard this one, keep using this weapon until I get a better one. But as you said, if if it, it, the disposability of everything, like, it ruins it <laughs> completely. Yeah. It... it uh... So, like that game's really good, and I get why they did it, but no, it's not rewarding at all. Like they just, they just throw bad weapons at you, and you have to, you're kind of forced to use them, and it means that you have to hold good weapons. You can hold good weapons because you only get a couple of slots, so you end up using like, like a good weapon when you don't want to, but it's the only thing you have. Yeah, because and you're afraid to lose it, and <laughs> you have to have yeah. fodder weapons. It's it's really weird. Um... I really don't understand. I was like, is this meant to be happening? Like, is the weapons meant to be degrading this quickly? Um, it's uh, a strange um, thing. Yeah. How about the Master Sword? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, is yeah, that- it does. It won't break, but it does lose power. Oh. <sighs> why? They just so keep again. Fi- Can you not fix because- it Oh yeah, like I can't remember if it goes back after time or if you go to the like, the grove where you get it. I think uh-huh. that might restore it as well. But bizarre. yeah, I don't actually think it's that good a weapon outside of Hydro Castle. Um, yeah, it was disappointing. I figured it. I I kind of understand why they put it in because it's. Uh, the world is, I think they figured since the world's so vast, and it is vast, that it it, it wouldn't really matter too much because you'll get new weapons all the time. So I figured they thought it was going to balance out, and because it's somewhat like a survival game too, because of all the extra like game mechanics they put in, like um, cooking uh, things with fires to give you extra status effects and whatnot, and making sure that if you go into a too hot place and you make yourself up a cool drink or vice versa if you're going to a really cold place. And it makes the... It does lend a lot of um, a character to the game world and the environment, which is a really important thing because it's so easy to design a very open world game and have it feel very empty. 
uh, Zelda definitely doesn't feel empty. If the, the world feels like, yeah, if if you don't treat the environment with uh, with with respect, yeah, it's going to come back and bite you. So that's pretty good. It's good. That's good game. That's good world design. But I think they they messed up on the um on the weapons. How did we get to talking about Zelda? <laughs> We're going from uh, weapon durability. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we started on Far Cry and then we moved to Zelda because we were talking about weapon durability. Yeah, that's a weird one. Well, yeah. We had we had our own weird oddity there. Um... <laughs> oh, this is what this episode was all yeah, about. It just, we, di- we just diverged so oh, much. <laughs> oh, I guess we I guess we stay consistent in an inconsistent way. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing, one weird... <laughs> consistently inconsistent. We're consistently yeah. inconsistent. Uh one thing I thought you bring up is, do you ever know? Do you think it's weird that uh, San Andreas is basically a, a continent in its own right? It's like its own little island, and for some reason, it has no bridges, it has one airport, and yet there's a lot of people living there when it's cruelly crime-ridden to an enormous degree. Yeah, but <laughs> everyone in America is like that in those games. <laughs> no, yeah, well, no. it, but it seems so like out the way. Sorry, only go singer. I was just gonna say, isn't that the same for was it GTA Four there? Because that's was it Liberty? Is it Liberty? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Liberty City. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty City, City and it's just yeah, it, it's based in New York, but it's just an island by itself. Which clearly it's like, like you say, it's based on New York. It's clearly part of America, but there's no nothing else surrounding it. It's just. There by itself. It's just in the middle of the ocean. Like, yeah, are you not like. I are you not concerned that you seem to be the only thing around? Like, you could look at the coast and like, I don't see anything else. Like nothing. <laughs> I don't bring that up to him. That'll be like, um, oh god, what's that film? Uh, Myth of Badness situation. Oh, I'll start going nuts. Um... What film is that? Myth of Madness. Mm-hmm. You never seen that? No, I don't think so. Sam Neill? Oh my god, fantastic film. Mouth of Madness. I'm pretty sure it's Mouth of Madness. Sam Neill. It sounds familiar. Yeah, John Carpenter. I've never seen it. Oh, it's a John Carpenter film. Uh Ah, Part of his uh, Apocalypse trilogy. Yes, yes, the thing. uh, Oh, I can can never remember the. It's the devil one. Yeah, the one of the the Antichrist. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I can't remember then, that either. I've seen that. And then that one. Uh, yeah. It's it's okay. It's nowhere near as good as a thing. Um, I mean, nothing is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. You've seen... Um... <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I think that's... Where'd you go? No, where'd you go? There you go. I should just say, it's Sam Neill film, uh, Event Horizon. You've seen that? Oh, of course. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a mad film. Yep. Don't need eyes to see that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do so well with the critics, but I, I enjoyed it. It was, I saw it on TV. That's how, how I know about it. But yeah. a lot of people, um, uh, I can bring this back to gaming because uh, a lot of people think that a lot of people theorize that uh, this will be re- less relevant to you and uh, like Stinger and Golding, but um, anybody that's ever played. Warhammer 40k. Mm-hmm. It sounds an awful lot like what they do is kind of like the warp from from the 40k universe, and that people are like, "Oh, it's the prequel to to Chaos." 
So I kind of like that. It's okay. I mean, it's totally not, but it's like it's kind of similar, I suppose. Yeah, I I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a reason the ships in 40k don't have windows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, first off, having a uh, doesn't make off, sense. <laughs> yeah, first off, having windows on a ship is a bad idea, <laughs> just structurally. Secondly, the ships are the size of like cities and are shaped yeah. like a cathedral. It's weird. And thirdly, yeah, you'll see. You don't want to see what's out there. I was going through the warp, but what's out there? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> just, just, just go to the temple or whatever and just sit and pray. Yeah. <laughs> pray to the god who doesn't want to be a god. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't a god. Isn't a god. <laughs> I just, I'm still going through those novels. Um, I think I'm on Legion right now. Uh it's, it's it's went back in time. We went we went to a time skip. Oh, for God's we went sake. back to before the Great Crusade. Uh, no, we're still in the Great Crusade. We've went back before. Um, at that point, Horus is still on. He's still fighting uh, orcs, and uh, they're an Alpha Legion or Desert trying to defeat this army. Uh, I cannot remember the name. Anyway. Do you think we should wrap this up, or do you want to keep going? I mean, keep going. This is, this hey, guy, uh, yeah. yeah, this is a 40k podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of the uh, the race they're trying to bring into compliance, which is uh, the Imperium's uh, version of basically say, bow down to us or we'll fucking wipe you out. <laughs> compliance, yeah, they call it compliance. It's essentially, you know, bow down to the Emperor or we'll wipe you out, and most of them choose Far enough, most of them actually choose being wiped out and then forced to be compliant. But yeah, it's um, that's a. If you've never played Dawn of War, go ahead and go and get that download. It's that's a great game. It's uh, I, I really enjoy the 40k universe. It's a brilliant universe to set anything in. Like um, I never see a lot of um, a lot of really good. Like I, I know there've been a few action games. Based on was it, there's Warhammer Space Marine, and then there was um, oh the um, I can't remember the boy alien people were again, but Fire Team. Oh, the Tau. Tau, thank you. Great uh, job, <laughs> Oh, fires again. Uh, a lot of the time, they seem kind of. <sighs> What the impression you get of the 40k universe is supposed to be a very, very, very brutal place to be in. And um, I think a lot of the time they kind of fall short with the games and despite that. I think Dawn of War was uh, quite a good example of um, you know how to do it, how to do it quite, quite well because it had all the different races in it. But I think most of the time when they're trying to do an action game out of it, they kind of, I don't think they do so well. Um, I, I personally I've never played any, so I can't always really say for sure. But doesn't it? I, f- I feel like they often, a lot of the time, stop short of what could be a really, really good um, interpretation of Warhammer. But then a lot of the time, I never see a lot of games for that kind of universe. Like in the first place, Vermintide. In fact, that's actually quite a good example. Uh, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, but we can't talk about Warhammer Fantasy. 
you just make me mad. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I that was one watched. of the things I do regret was not showing you the new Imperium or Empire in that game and saying, oh, look at this uh, Space Marine chapter. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah, you would have been 100% was, like, oh, yeah, they look cool. I'm like, I was, no, Space Marines. I was totally filled. Totally yeah, filled. You would have been... It was just, like, what? these are just Space Marines. It's like, they look like a Space Marine chapter. They're not. They're finally saying so. What? <laughs> so that's just that's just them. Um, the empire. Oh, like, oh fucking hell. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Depressing. But it made them a lot of money, and that part of the university just like wasn't very popular. So what do I know? Yeah. Times change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Times change. I hate you. And obviously, three three D printers are going to put them out of business soon enough. So. Oh, <laughs> don't even mention that around Games Workshop. <laughs> Why? What will happen? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'll we'll like get it. a new host. <laughs> They'll just stare at you and scream. I have not said for in a Games Workshop. Like, yeah, but this night just. Yeah. Okay, well. If... I think if we've wrapped up for the um, the weird game oddities with that mm-hmm. nice finish of being very odd for a podcast. Yeah, uh, I think we'll uh, I think we'll wrap up there. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Sounds like Sounds a good boy. A good place to wrap up. Um, uh, fair enough. Uh, so should we remind um, our viewers? Our viewers. I keep seeing viewers. I too much Twitch streaming. To remind our listeners what the topic will be next week, so they've got something to look forward to. Do it. Have we decided? No, yeah. no, no. We no, we won't remind them what we've got next week. Why not? It'd be, it'd be cool. Oh, go on then. Go on then. You well, you lead. We follow. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, you'll just have to find out next week. <laughs> yes, and our and our and our, and our uh, the build up for our, that. Our lovely and our lovely little windsoul will be hosting it as well for you. So mm-hmm. that's no problem. Yeah, you want to host next week? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Excellent. Okay. Our host about uh, morality and gaming. Yes, as well. There you go. <laughs> Sorted. Done it. Dun, dun, dun. Well, <laughs> thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This has been the Button Bash Bunch podcast. I've been your host of this evening, uh, Dr. Zombie. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Stinger, Winslow, and Golding. Thank you. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good podcast. If you're um, to you listeners out there, uh, I know the podcast is over, but um, if you want more content, you should go to uh, the Jump Crouch YouTube channel, and uh, where you'll see Starbuck playing a bunch of games and doing reviews. Uh, got a good content there. Uh, if you head, if you're bored there, head on over to Twitch. Uh, you'll find myself and Starbuck again, and hopefully, uh, Golding at some point streaming Bioshock Infinite. Not infinite. First, we're going. Oh, the first one, yeah. Sorry, the first one. Yeah, you're going to the first one. Would you need to get your day? (laughs) I am actually doing it in about twenty minutes' time. Oh, excellent! I'll be there to watch. Great. Ah. There you go. Yeah. So, listeners, you can uh, listen to that. Go. You don't have to wait. Go right to Twitch. Uh, okay, there's, there's Twitch and there's the, of course, there's the podcast button, Bash Bunch. Uh, there's also our website, City-17. 
www.co.uk which can read about us and read uh, uh, reviews if you're more a reader rather than a watcher you can go there uh, also there's uh, the Jump Crouch Twitch is uh, Jump Crouch uh, YT and you'll also find me there I am Dr Zombie that's spelled with a Z-O-M-B-Y uh, really appreciate if you follow us on, on Twitch uh, be a great help but thank you all so much for listening I'm Dr. Zombie. This is Button Bash Punch Podcast. Sound off, guys. Thank you. Pesh. Indeed. <laughs> Sick of it. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 Uh-